Welcome to In Progress, a podcast to help you grow and learn how to become a better version of yourself. Now, here's your host, Michael Cerigliano. Welcome to In Progress. I'm your host, Michael Cerigliano. Today, I'm going to tell you how to go from not knowing how to lead a team at all, not knowing how to be an authority figure or any type of authority figure for that matter, And I'm going to tell you how to go from that to being a figure of authority, being a great leader, being somebody that people want to follow. And it's actually a lot easier than you might think. A lot of people go through the steps of the typical manager, typical leader, typical authority figure, and they they do the same thing over and over again. And there, yes, there's some truth to that. There's validity to doing the tried and true method. But unfortunately, everybody, though everybody is similar, everybody is not the same. So as a leader, you need to understand how to get different types of people to follow your lead and do what you want them to do. So we're going to start out in a pretty pretty basic scenario, right? We're gonna go take work, for example. Say that you wanna be a manager, you wanna manage a team, um, and say, say you wanna manage a high-performing team at that, right? So if you wanna manage a team like at McDonald's, right? That's different than if you wanna manage a, a profitable sales team. So we'll go in this scenario of sales just because I have a little more experience in that, in that scenario and that environment. So I could speak to that a little more. And also, like I've said in multiple episodes prior to today, you guys should be in sales anyway. You guys should be in sales. You guys should be doing that. So you need to understand how the mind of a salesperson works. Now, when you're trying to get a team of driven salespeople or a team of salespeople in general to follow your lead, there's a lot of different personalities that make up a sales team. And rightfully so. In order to be a salesperson, you need to have a pretty outgoing personality. You you can't be someone who kind of like falls into the shadows. So there's a lot of personality and the personalities are loud the majority of the time, right? It's not going to be every day you just encounter somebody who is willing to do as you say, regardless of the reasoning, just because they want to be a good person. So I'll give you two different scenarios that I can speak to from experience. One person who is temporarily driven. Somebody who has months where they're on, months where they're off. And how can you get that person to view you as an authority figure? So the way that I was able to overcome that that hurdle was by finding out other things that make me an authority figure. So there's leading and there's authority. Everybody doesn't react the same to either or, right? So some people, like myself, when I was in a subordinate position where I had a manager and I was just a sales rep, I was the type of salesperson who was there to make money. So I would listen, I would you know, do what was asked of me because at the end of the day, I was there to make commission and I didn't really give a shit about what, stupid little rules here or there had to happen. Okay, you need me to 
sell this certain thing to make you look good. I don't care. I'll do that because I'm still making mine regardless. So somebody like me as a rep, just a highly motivated individual who's competitive and wants to be the best, very easy to get that person on board just because they're on board whether it's you or somebody else. But a lot of people, especially nowadays, are much, much less motivated by money, which it makes no fucking sense, right? In, in, in an environment, in a society where money is more important than ever, people seem to not care about money more than ever, which is fucking, it blows my mind. But neither here nor there. If you have somebody in this example who is a, a sporadic, sporadic star, we'll call them a sporadic star. So if you have a sporadic star where one month they are on and they're the best and the next month they are off and they are the worst, how do you get somebody like that to flatline? Because you don't want, you know, flatline's a bad word. You, you want to find a middle ground because if somebody is one month putting up a hundred sales and the next month putting up 10, as a leader, as a manager, as somebody who is driven off of the profits of a location, a store, or a team, you'd rather that person doing 110 consistently do 50 or 60, right? So how do you do that? So in the scenario that I'm talking about with this person, it's since they aren't, they claim to be driven by money, and that's another thing that you have to watch out for. Some people claim to be driven by money because that's just the societal norm. Oh, I want money. Everybody wants money, so it's the right thing to say, oh, I want money. And a lot of people will blow smoke up your ass to make themselves sound more motivated than they are. Some people are motivated by money, but not all. Some people are motivated by the weird, the weirdest things. Like myself, for example, right? When I started in sales, it was not money that drove me. It was literally just being the best salesperson. That was it. Whether I was getting paid $100 or $5,000, it was all about just my name being at the top. So different people are motivated by different things and money is not the end all be all for everybody, though it should. So you need to figure out how to be the authority figure in that scenario because money is not the motivator. So you need to be able to have some type of, you, you need to be somebody that they are willing to listen to, a voice of authority, right? So you need, you need to be the person they look at and they say, this person knows what they're talking about. This person is competent. This person is intelligent. This person gets the job done. This person gets the notoriety for what they do. And with me doing as they say, both them and myself will get the notoriety. And at the end of the day, regardless of the position, regardless of the genre or the category of work, everybody loves validation. Point blank period, everybody loves validation. So if you can just have somebody on your team understand that you are the go-to for any problem, any need for information, you can close any sale. If you can be that guru for your team, your team will follow you to the ends of the earth, but you need to prove it. It's not just a, hey, this is what I've done in the past. Prove it. Do it. Then they will believe you. But just talking does not work. And I've seen both management styles, the kind that is, oh, back in my day, I used to X, Y, and Z. And then I've had the people who come in and actually get their hands dirty and show you how it's done. Which one of those two styles do you think 
ends up being the more successful style. The one where they show you. Because if you could see that the person that is telling you to do something does it themselves unsuccessfully, then it shows you not only that it can be done, but that it's worth it to do it. Because if you do it, you'll get this result. So in my scenario, my thing is I am the authority figure to this sporadic star. And being the authority figure, I know how to close the sales. I know how to fix all of the problems. I know how to verbalize different scenarios to get my employees and my reps out of certain scenarios. I know how to make it so that customers go from upset to happy. I, I can do all of those things because of the, the skills that I've learned on my journey through sales and just socializing in general. So because of that, I am the authority figure. So I've been able to turn this sporadic star into a more neutral performer, right? He's not a top performer. He does from time to time get, it, get to the top, but my expectation of this sporadic star is no more than just average. And average, as somebody running a team based on profit, is much easier to handle than somebody who's going to be extremely profitable one month and then extremely non-profitable the next month. Because that's, that's hard to speak to. What, what are you doing to ensure that this person is going to be profitable? So if you can just maintain a median average sales result, that is much more, that's much easier to handle. Now, when you have a team of high, high motivate, highly motivated, driven sellers, or a team of managers, maybe you're managing managers, right? So you're a higher level manager. You, again, you cannot just say, hey, here's the thing. You can't just say, here's what I do. Here's what you need to do. You need to show it. You need to be proof. You need to be the go-to person in those scenarios. You can't just say, this is how it's supposed to be done and expect it to get done that way. No, there needs to be validity in the words that you're saying in order for anybody to believe you. So when you're talking about a team of highly motivated individuals, they all are headstrong and they headstrong and they are in their own way. I was the same exact way. They all think that their way is the way, the best way. And there's no other way about it. So how are you going to change that? You need to get your hands dirty. And a lot of managers also, which a lot of leaders, managers, all of that, it's about me, 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 me. And that is fantastic when you're talking about yourself to people who care about you. But the problem is, especially in a commission-based environment, you're not going to be managing a team of people who are worried about you. Maybe some will be, but most aren't. Most people are worried about their own pockets. So why make it about you? Don't talk about how my team's performance needs to be this. Don't talk about how my team stacked up against other teams has to be this. Talk about, oh, you need to hit this number to achieve this goal and get paid this much money, and here's how we're going to do that. Oh, maybe, and you could do the competitive thing within your team. You can have the team compete against themselves, right? But you can't, you cannot drive a team towards a goal 
if the goal is something for yourself. That's not going to help anybody. No one's going to listen to why you need certain things done. It's why do they need to do these things for you? What's in it for them? And most people don't understand that part of it because a lot of a lot of people in higher positions, a lot of people who are motivated sellers, a lot of people who are good in the sales industry, they understand the game and they at one point were that kind of employee or that kind of seller that just did as they were told. They have that kind of work ethic. But in a, in a generation now where people don't even want to work, do you think for a fucking second that you're going to be able to motivate a team You're going to motivate a team to back you in everything you want by telling them what you need to hit your numbers, to get paid for yourself and your house? Like, no, they don't give a shit. Now it's me, me, me on their end. So you, as a person, a a figure of authority, somebody in a position of power, you need to figure out how to make it so that they get paid. How do they succeed? And the great part about that is In order to be in the position that you're in, you at one point in time, if not still are, a phenomenal seller. So you just need to take the knowledge you have of selling, the knowledge you have of manipulating conversation, the knowledge that you have of directing interest to make it so that it's it's in your favor. And like I've said millions of times, Selling doesn't just stop at the physical product. You're selling yourself in interviews. You're selling yourself on dates. You're selling yourself all the time. And if you're leading a team, it is no different. You're not selling a physical product. You're selling yourself to your team. You're selling your goals to your team. Why would your team want to hit your goals if their goals don't directly align with those goals. They couldn't give two fucks. And to be quite honest with you, why would they? Why would they work harder to hit numbers that don't correlate with their own? They shouldn't, and they, sh- and they won't. It's as simple as that. So when you're trying to be a leader, when you're trying to be in a position of authority, you need to understand that it's not as simple as telling somebody what to do. In a perfect world, it's that simple, but it's never that simple. You need, to be, you need to be the person that knows how to fix everything, the person that knows how to close every deal. You need to be that figure of authority in the sense of competence before you can be somebody that they just listen to. And then you can take that exact same knowledge and turn that into anything, whether you're leading a team in a, in a job or you're coaching a team for fitness or a a sports team or anything. You need to be a figure of authority because you know the most, you're the most competent. And that, that's literally, it goes through all facets of any job anywhere. If you can be the most competent and you can be the most confident and you can be the most knowledgeable, you're going to be the figure of authority even if the title has not been given to you. And I know that we have all seen that, where there is somebody in a position of authority 
who should be the end-all be-all for decisions and the go-to for questions, but there's actually somebody lower than them on the totem pole who knows all the answers, who does answer all the questions, who is more competent. You want to be that person because if you're that person, it's only a matter of time before that type of competence is recognized and you're rewarded for that. You want to always be bettering yourself. You want to be the most intellectual, the most competent, the most fluent, the most flawless human being in the room. You're always growing, always bettering yourself, and it ends up making it so that it's impossible to not put you in a, in a position of power. And then from there, you can take the things you're learning in that position of power and turn that into your future. Whether you're opening up your own business or going in your own ventures, you're going to be leading teams. So you need to learn how to make it so that a team of people that you don't know want to work for you, want to work for you as good as, as well as they possibly can. Because in any entrepreneurial endeavor, you're going to need to rely on others. And if you can't get down now how to be a competent, confident, know-it-all that everybody loves and everybody listens to because you know everything, you're the end-all, be-all. If you can't be that now, how are you going to succeed in your future? If you can't be that guy now, you're never going to be that guy. So do it now. Perfect the traits that you need for your future now. Because now is when you put in the work for the future that you want to have. But if you don't put in the work now and you put it off or you think, oh, well, it's good enough now, which, by the way, good enough is never good enough. So nobody ever should be saying good enough. Good enough is a loser's mentality. We don't do that. We do not have loser's mentality. Good enough does not exist. You can always be doing better. Always. So make sure that you're always working on your interpersonal communication skills. Make sure you're always learning. Make sure that you're always making yourself the best possible version of yourself in every facet. I'm talking about vocabulary, fitness, and everything. Read more, watch more, uh, personal development podcast, listen to more of them. I need you guys to be on a path of pure growth to be the best version of yourself because everybody can be bigger than what they are right now and all it takes is work. If you're willing to put in the work, try and fail, try and fail, try and fail, eventually you're going to succeed. And when that day comes where you turn into that quote-unquote overnight success, you can look back and think to yourself, the amount of work that I had to put in to get to this position right now, nobody would fucking believe. But I'm so glad that I fell flat on my face a hundred times because now, every time some shit goes awry, I know how to handle it. Every time. So work on yourself. Get yourself into a position where you are the figure of authority and Understand how to work with different types of people so that when it comes time for it really to be affecting your wallet in your future, 
it doesn't, it's not hard. It's not something you are learning in the moment. You know it now. So whether you're in a position of authority or you're trying to become somebody in a position of authority, be that person now. Learn to be that person now. And then when the time comes, you're already there. I want to thank you guys for watching. If you have any questions, feel free to DM or comment those. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe on this video. And I'll see you guys next time.